Hey y'all, this is Culture Soup, where tech, culture, and business collide. It's a podcast that spoons up everything hot from social media. I'm your host, L. Michelle Smith, and each episode, we bring you some of the most notable and not yet notable thought leaders in tech, business, and culture. Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. This is L. Michelle Smith, Certified Executive and Business Coach. And this is the Coaching Corner episode of the Culture Soup Podcast that goes live every first Tuesday, every second Tuesday. Sorry about that. Every second Tuesday. And of course, the Marquee Cornerstone episode airs every Thursday. I'm so glad to be here. And let me just say, that takes on new meaning compared to last month when we got together, decided to just take the time to be with you today because since we met a month ago, we went from, oh, gee, we can't travel anywhere to, oh, gee, more than 20,000 people have passed away in our country alone, let alone the world. It's not a happy time. It is not. It is a heavy, heavy time. And I know, especially as a coach and those of us that are in the leadership development and personal development space, we tend to talk a lot of happy, right? To try and get people to move forward and be positive. But, you know, one of the things that I've been encouraging my coaching community to do is to feel whatever it is you need to feel. And there's a reason for that. The first reason is our bodies are made that way. God gave us tears. God gave us emotions. We can get angry. We can be sad. And there's a reason for that. It's a release. And if you don't release it, it impacts your physical. And you can become sick. So Lord knows we need everything we can to try to fight off any type of ailment that might be coming our way let alone the COVID-19 virus. So what have I been up to over the past month or so? You probably are aware that as soon as I understood that this was going to be a problem, that people were losing jobs, that people were getting sick, that people were having to manage their lives at home with their children during school while they're working from home because universities were shut down and going online, I was a part of that. I knew that people needed support. And I believe that rock star leaders take the time to support one another. So I've been giving away, giving away free services in addition to the business that I've been doing already that's paid and taking on partnerships and such. But just as a way to give back and help our fellow man. And you know what? And woman. You know what? That's what rock star leaders do. And that offer still stands. I'll be sharing the link when I get off of the live session today for free COVID coaching. They're 30-minute sessions on the phone. They're not a full hour, but they are packed full. I've seen seen more than a dozen people um, doing this, and it's been helpful. People who have relationship issues, people who have 
business issues. You know, that contract didn't come through the way you thought it was. And now this, you're concerned that you have to close your doors. People in very comfortable roles for the time being, working from home and wondering, what's it going to be like when we finally get the word that it's time to come back to work? Will I still have a job? And those that are secure and feel like they will have a job, they're trying to figure out how do I secure myself in this situation? Because they are estimating that unemployment rates are going to be up to 32%. Some people have used the recession word. Others have used the depression word. Some of us are trying to manage family all at the same time. I don't know about you, but I've got two boomers. My parents, very healthy boomers. God, thank you for making them healthy. And I want to keep them that way. However, you know, there's something about boomers. They have that disposable income. They've lived longer than any other generation. They're healthier than any other generation before them. And they forgot even after using the, their AARP, you know, uh, discounts, they forgot that they're really seniors. They're used to moving around. They're so independent. And my sister and I, who are both Gen Xers, she's more of a cusper than I am. But we had to get that under wraps. And then my little daughter, Joni, I don't know how many of you have kids, but a lot of you do. Some of them in high school, some of them in college. Some of them in elementary school, some of them even younger than that. Well, my daughter is just old enough to understand what is happening. And her, she is so confused right now because school was snatched from her. Her friends were snatched from her. The only time she gets to see them is on Zoom. And that's something mommy does, not Joni. Yeah, these are perilous times. And I wanted to give it that, that weight and that heft that's really demanded of a time like this because I want to take the time to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with you about how to lead in this unprecedented environment. It's crazy. And we've all taken some type of hit, especially financially. You know, I mentioned speaking is kind of like, what's that? Like who's going to conferences and who's going to have a meeting? You're not, you're in state of stay in place, shelter in place mode right now. But more people are doing webinars and yeah, I'm doing some of those. But unless you have other lines of business, that could be devastating. And for small businesses out there that had retail, storefronts, my heart goes out to you. There are some things that you can do and I certainly hope that what we share today gets to you in enough time. So we're going to do the same format. We're going to have the soup. We're going to have the 15-minute coach. And then the deep dive, instead of having a guest, we're going to do live Q&A. And I have my um, tablet right here so I can see who's talking to me and who's liking and who's watching. So if you have a question, when we get to the deep dive, that's your cue to put in your question and I'll respond with answers or more thoughtful questions to get you to move forward. Okay, so today's soup isn't around any one article because if anything's trending right now, it's coronavirus and the impact it's having on every aspect of the world 
every aspect of our lives. And yes, this is how I've been spending my time beyond homeschooling my child <laughs> and running the business. I've been talking to people about coronavirus. My clients, I've been talking to my students, I've been talking to other people's students. Um, shout out to UNT, University of North, North Texas, and Neil Foote for having me on for their media and entrepreneurship class. Trying to encourage people because these are tremendously, tremendously perilous times. And everyone is going through some type of thought because it's uncertain. So today's soup is going to be around coronavirus, but we're going to talk about the different aspects of how you can lead through this change. And you know, the Culture Soup podcast, it airs every Thursday um, and it usually hits around midnight. It's been on pandemic time. So you've caught it around noon each Thursday for the past three weeks. And we've talked to a series of experts, starting with Dr. Nantha Babley from Texas A&M um, Corpus Christi who is a professor there of media and communications. We talked about globalization. Now this is back right when the travel ban was happening. Lots of companies had pulled out of big events. The NBA had shut down all their games. South by Southwest was weeks ahead. I mean, gosh, that was a beast move. They saw it coming. They read the tea leaves. But listen, Dr. Babley talked to us about how globalization would no doubt facilitate the spread of coronavirus. This was before the shelter in place. We knew that this would happen just because of the way commerce and travel happens around the globe. Then the next week, we had Dr. Jeff Gardier, America's psychologist. You've seen him on television, national television before, probably on CNN headline news. But Dr. Jeff talked about how to find the good and the bad and trying to keep our minds right in the midst of change. And I think about that time the shelter in place had happened and the schools finally called it. And when I say schools, not just colleges, but elementary schools, high schools, the kiddos came home. The next week we had Zara Green, personal development um, expert, and she talked about how COVID-19 was impacting our relationships. She herself tested positive for COVID-19. Thank God she has recovered and she's doing well. But she, the wife of the senior vice president of digital, digital at Black Enterprise, Alfred Edmund Jr., having to shelter in place, quarantine in place, separately in their own home. And she was on the line with me to talk about how whatever's in you during a time of crisis will come out of you the good, the bad, and the otherwise. She even made a prediction, and it's come true. I saw the news report the other day. In times of crisis like this, especially in close quarters, families, marriages that have not addressed things that probably needed to be addressed, it's going to bubble up. And she predicted more do domestic violence. And I saw a report on CNN today. Those numbers are going up. These are things that you have to address as a part of your temperament and understanding what your priority is. And that's the question she leads with. What is your priority? It's a very important question during times of crisis. 
because you'll learn about yourself. You'll learn about your family. You'll learn about friends. You're going to learn where people's priorities are because that's what they turn to in time of crisis. And then finally, just this past Thursday, I had Tristan Layfield from Layfield Resumes and Career Coaching to talk about what we saw happening. The first wave of job losses and furloughs and surpluses. People in absolutely comfortable jobs. Get a call, get an email, working from home, finding out that they would not have to log on again. In fact, to return their equipment. Big companies, big companies, been there for years. This is scary stuff, but it's not insurmountable stuff, right? That's the soup. And I'm teeing it up that way because the 15-minute the coach is going to get us into some questions that we can answer to keep us moving forward, to keep us in a positive mindset, and to keep us creating and leading. Today's 15-minute coach focuses in on how to coach yourself through COVID-19. Now, yeah, I am a coach. (laughs) I'm certified. That actually happened between the last time we talked and now my credentials are solid. I graduated. I met all of my requirements, made a 97 on my last test. Woohoo! But I'm prepared to take you through this. But there's something that you need to know. There are certain questions you can ask yourself and you have to answer them. That's the key (laughs) to get you to move forward, to get you through events like this. And my job has been to arm people with those things that will allow them to do that or engage my services pro bono if they'd like. But, you know, a couple of television stations have had me on and NBC five had me on talking about this and what people don't quite understand about me not everyone a lot of people do is that certification in this realm means I'm certified as a personal and executive coach which means I can do some life coaching too so I've had some calls from people who are struggling with their relationships struggling with their well-being we've talked through those things and we've hacked them but what if you could do some of this stuff yourself I'm on my website right now And as you can see, I'm sharing my screen. If you come on the website, I'm going to scroll down so you can see. This is the main page, okay? When you keep scrolling, go all the way down to the part where you see me there with the boots on. It says coaching yourself through COVID-19. I'm going to click on that. And that's where you go for all of these resources. And it's a ton of them because we've kept building on it since we were actually um, banned from traveling. Okay, so lots here and I'm going to just walk you through what's here and then we're going to walk through the coaching questions. But college students, of course, I mentioned to you and my my college students at TCU, you know about this because this is a part of your lecture last week. And you know about this, too, students at University of North Texas, because two professors got together from both of those schools and we talked about the job market and even your well-being and mindset as a college student, especially college seniors, it was our love letter to college seniors, that there's some hope in how you can position yourself 
even in a cluttered job market, and even when things look very bleak and graduation and all those events just seem to be snatched from you. You are disoriented. I understand. I totally understand. The next thing you see, what is your priorities? Just what I mentioned. It's that episode with Zara Green. You want to check this out because it is deep and it will help you to decipher some of the things that are going on with your relationships that seem to suddenly go a little sour now that there's a crisis. Yeah, if you're in a healthy relationship, you've probably gotten closer. Let's just say that. And I'm not just talking romantic. I'm talking about all sorts of relationships. The other thing that's here, some audio, it's an audio conference call that I did some time ago. Career transitions, shifting your mindset for change. Yes, we did this last fall. And yeah, you know, the, the premise really is this. Change happens two ways. It either is thrust upon you or you instigate it. Surely, COVID-19 was thrust on all of us. Didn't see it coming. But if you're on your tippy toes, you're not standing flat-footed, and you're in a transitional mindset at all times, there are things that you do and that you're trying to do to prepare for situations like this. Even if they don't go wrong, you are aimed at moving forward towards your ultimate goal. And the first thing to do is to understand what your goal is. And you can be amazed at how many people don't have clarity about where they're headed. Not just in the next year, not just in the next five years. What is your goal? And it wraps around your purpose. What is your value proposition? A lot of people don't have that for themselves because they could probably rattle it off for their com company. But listen, folks, in times like these, you really do need to take the reins, the CEO of you incorporated. You got to look out for yourself. So having that transitional mindset is very important. Another thing that's here, um, Dr. Jeff Gardier's episode here, trying to find the good and the bad. There's... Um, video from my appearance on NBC5 DFW today and then also um, there's Dr. Babley's episode where we talk about globalism and the spread if you go down a little bit further you will find the seven questions to keep your small business moving forward okay so beyond that and group coaching and also how to get involved with the free coaching let's walk through some of these questions that you can ask yourself to move yourself forward during times of crisis and actually get you to a leadership stance. Question number one, despite what is going on all around us, how can you identify and celebrate the good things that are still happening? One thing that I said on NBC5 DFW today was this, in times of uncertainty, the best way to take the reins back on your life is to build your own certainty. Now, how do you do that? Sounds like a plan to me. If you can start to build structure into your life and build some planning, and this doesn't have to be strategic. It could be very tactical. It could be a checklist. Just something you can count on every morning when you wake up, every day, every evening. Certainty in your life produces assuredness it gives you hope because planning actually has a goal in mind 
You can't have a goal without hope. And when you have hope, you have a chance. You can move forward. You have something that you can move towards. So think about those things that you know to be true. Think about those things that you know you have at your disposal. Yes, a lot of things have been taken away from us. Yes, a lot of things have been canceled. But what hasn't been canceled? What hasn't been taken away from us? Take stock of those things. And then start to move with those things in mind. But there's another thing that you'll need to do about that. You need to practice some gratitude. <laughs> yes, things have been taken away from us. Even people. Y'all, and you know, at least two NABJers over the last two weeks. Gone. At least one church member. Gone. Friend of a friend. Gone. You know, as these numbers increase, we're going to lose more people closer to us. And hopefully, dear God, not us, not our families, praying for your health and your safety. But this is the reality. And we've got to figure out how to survive and move forward, not just survive, but thrive. And there is a mandate for leaders now more than ever. So practicing gratitude is one of those ways that you can get there besides assessing what all you have that hasn't been taken away. I can be thankful for my family. And many of us have found that we're in close quarters with our family. And yeah, they may be driving you nuts, but guess what? They're all healthy and they're all here. You can be grateful for that. You can be grateful for a home to actually come home and work from. You can be grateful for the technology that keeps us connected. You see how this works? And there's no way to be thankful or grateful and not feel positive inside. So that's the next thing. You got to get these done before you can leave. What can you do during this time? to move your business and career forward. One of my clients asked me something very insightful, just as everyone was sent home to work. And she asked me, what can I do to stand out? Very insightful question. Many people have been so used to having those face-to-face -face meetings that when they were sent home, they just sat there behind their computer and waited for somebody to tell them what to do. Guess what? We're in the land of furloughs, job losses, and surpluses. And guess who would get on a list if they're not being heard from, if they're not instigating change, if they aren't being proactive, if they aren't raising their hand and offering to help, if they aren't the one rallying the team members and their colleagues. You can get labeled as not needed. You don't want that. So a couple of things I told her to do was exactly that. Reach out to her team members. Have a virtual coffee with especially the ones that might be a little bit hard to work with, even in person. Get on the same page. Share that you're there to support them. See how that works. And when you get things moving like a well-oiled machine, your bosses take note of that kind of thing. The other thing I asked her to do um, I asked her what it would be like for her to do. What if she anticipated what her managers needed 
and delivered it before they asked. How many of you are waiting for your leaders to ask for things? <laughs> it's time to stop. If you've gotten away with it this far, stop. It's time for you to look ahead and make sure that you are delivering things that you know they need. Can you anticipate? Can you read the tea leaves? That's another thing that you can do as a standout leader. The leaders at these big companies right now, they're looking quarters out. Q4, they're all the way into 2021. Now they're in 2022. This is how they forecast and they know what kind of resources they need and don't need. They're planning. You need to begin to think of yourself in the very same way. You are a business, personal and professional, all one package. Four weeks out, what will you need? What will you need to do? What will work require of you? What will home require of you? Are you getting ready now? Are you looking out two months? What's going on? What, what could be happening? Can you prepare for that? That's what leaders do. The next one, what can you, what steps can you take to lift your spirits and keep your spirits lifted during this time? Look, it's not a happy time. There have been a couple of mornings I woke up and I cried. And it wasn't because of me. It wasn't necessarily even about my family and my situation. I cried because of the weight of this thing. People are dying. Did you see the photos of the body bags in the basement of the Detroit hospital? If that doesn't make you sad. Have you seen the numbers of people on LinkedIn saying, I just lost my job? If that doesn't make you sad. Have you seen how the workers, if you've gone to the store, they're all wrapped up. Their hands are wrapped up. Their faces are wrapped up. They can't work from home. They're there to serve you. Front line. How must that be scary to go in and keep working because you have to and get money to go home to be with your family knowing that you could be a carrier and bring it home to your family? Healthcare workers. Oh, shout out to the doctors, the nurses, the EMTs, the, even the police officers. Y'all are out there front line. If I missed you, I didn't name you. Shout out to you too. You are risking your lives. You are the soldiers in this war and we salute you. Think of things that can keep your spirit light. Okay. I like music. It's very simple. I keep some music in my ears all the time. Keeps me lifted. If you're a faith, how do you leverage your faith to keep you lifted? I have one client that is committed to journaling every morning. It's her gratitude but it's also her scriptures. It's also her prayer. No matter what you believe, how do you keep your spirits lifted? Do you need to look at some TED Talks? What do you need to do? Do you need to go to DJ D-Nice's Club Quarantine? Maybe you do, but you need to find ways to keep your spirits lifted. Rockstar leaders do that. Now, where is your happy place? Doesn't have to be a physical space. Some people have created it. I have a friend that's building out her backyard. She's got a swimming pool and everything. And she made sure that she's got her umbrella and she's got a place to put her drink with umbrella in it. That's her happy place. But for some people, it's running. Maybe when you're running, 
you've got your earphones in and you can zone out and you can work on your body and release some stress at the same time. For some people, it's just quiet time away from the family, which is a little bit hard to do when you're in close quarters. Moms, are you out there? Yeah. Seem like you're taking care of everybody, but you need to prioritize some time for yourself. For me, it's after Joni's gone to sleep. Ooh, when she knocks out about nine o'clock, it's mommy time. I do what I need to do to feed my soul. So find your happy place. Those are our 15-minute coaching questions. Okay, I'm back. Now's the time for Q&A. I see about... I see a few people here. If you have questions, now's your time to shoot. Until I see a question pop up, I am going to talk about small businesses. Small businesses, I see you. I see you. Listen, I have a makeup artist. I have, and she just had a baby. She had a baby just last week. God bless her. Desiree, shout out to you. Hairstylist. Yeah, um, anybody who's in a high-touch industry, barbers, I feel you. Yeah, stylists, folks that dress people, got one of those too. I feel you. Yeah, um, you can't do your work right now. So what do you do? What, what do you do? Well, there are a few things you can do. Have you considered selling your services in advance? Now, before I went on NBC5 today, you know, Desiree usually does my makeup before I go on the air or anything like that. And I realized we're in shelter in place orders. She can't touch my face. And I would be devastated to find out if I were a carrier. And there she was eight months pregnant, nine months pregnant almost. And I infected her. Not going to happen. And she was like, I'll be safe. No, 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 no. But what did I do? I offered to pay her full price for a makeup tutorial online. How can you shift your services in that way? How can you get people to pay in advance? Gift cards. Think about gift cards. How much can you sell in advance anticipating the loyal customer coming to see you later? How can you take your good thoughts and leadership and transition them into something digital? You've seen a lot of events become virtual events. If you're a chef, Maybe you need to do cooking classes of some kind. There are different ways that you can take your mind share and repackage it. Speaking of the Mua, the makeup artist, she did something really, really smart. She literally timed the launch of her ebook and her books at the time of her pregnancy when she knew she was going to be on maternity leave. Smart. Who knew that COVID was coming? Y'all, this is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about a transformational mindset. You should be working towards your goals and timing it based on the change that you're planning. So when these other things happen, you just keep sailing. Which gets me to my other point, diversification. Some of you have asked me like, why do you have so many lines of business? This is why <laughs> when speaking dries up, 
coaching. I can lean into coaching. I can lean into my brand partnerships, my content development. I can lean into, you see what I'm saying? I can literally do integrations on the podcast, all of these things. So don't feel like when one line of business shuts down or slows down that I'm in a tight. If you're in corporate, I need you to start thinking this way. You don't have to be an entrepreneur, but you do need to have an entrepreneurial mindset. Do you need to be in real estate? What if you had a house right now that you could flip? Some of you might. What if you had other interests? What, what if you were trading? What if you knew how to trade? Some kind of day trade. Okay, what if you're doing that? When, when they pull the plug on that job, then you've got... And even if they don't pull the plug on the job, what if, what if it's just a furlough? And I say just. <laughs> That's serious too. What if it's a pay cut? I've got clients that got that to happen to them. You still have other lines of business. If you do not have that now, you need to start thinking of it. There's a reason why forecasters have said we're moving into a gig economy. Let's see. Do I have anybody? I've got five people now. Anybody got questions? Let's go. If you got questions, now's the time. We're in the deep dive. Shoot me in the comments and I will make sure that I answer. But my corporate folks and folks with the nine to five jobs, research shows they're only going to keep you three to five years if you've been there longer. I need you to think about that. Okay. That was before COVID-19. Yeah. And, you know, I had somebody tell me, because I'm going to do a webinar coming up soon. Oh, here it looks like. I'll finish this thought. Um, stay away from the doom and gloom. You know what? Tristan and I agreed on the last episode. It'd be really, really irresponsible not to tell the truth. Okay? Hey, Latia. I see you in the comments. How do you keep everyone lifted and task-focused? When COVID-19 creeps into your team and one of your team members tests positive. Oh, wow. I understand. Okay. And Sasha, you're coming up next. How do you keep the team lifted when somebody on your team tests positive? Wow. Okay. Let's go back to the first part of this, this, this episode where we talked about rock star leaders support other people. One way to keep spirits lifted is to not focus on yourself, focus on others. If your team can pour out the joy, the happiness, the well wishes, all the positive vibes, and even be there for that team member, now's the time for you to do that. And if you need to bring out the happy train, do it. Now you can't see each other close to clo close um, face to face. You can't be close to each other. So how can you think of ways using the technology that we have and be creative. You know, people are doing these Zoom happy hours, not very creative, okay? Not very creative, but it works. But there are other ways that you can connect with your team members. And you may want to do something systematically, okay? Something that people can count on that will allow them to release, will allow them to have some joy. And sometimes it's just found in music, Sometimes it's found in a, in a, a positive act, um, attribution or something that you can say, affirmation. That's what I'm trying to say. 
anything that you can do to take and focus the attention off of yourself and guide your team members to think of that other person. And God bless them. I'm going to be praying for, for them. Thank you for letting me know. Sasha. Oh, there's love from Joni. I see my sister is on here. Hi, Joyce. And, and Joni's watching too. Good. Sasha, how do you use this time to pivot? Mm, that's a good question. How do you use this time to pivot? Well, I've seen more and more people online saying that they're bored. I've seen people um, saying that they're being creative in the kitchen. That's great. You have white space. You have time on your hands more than you had before, especially if you don't have kids at home. You have time on your hands. So we have this wonderful thing. Let me tell you what it is. Come in real close. It's called the internet, okay? First thing I want you to do is to do some research and look into those things that come to your mind that you're passionate about. And also think about those things that you have superpowers in. Now, your passions, I'd like to say, if you are tied up, handcuffed, thrown into the ocean with weights on your ankles. And these are actually um, superpowers. Thrown into the ocean and you can still do that thing. Blindfolded, underwater, can't even breathe and you can kill it. That's your superpower, okay? You should have two or three of those. Your passions, those are those things where they're reading you your last rites. You are on your cooling board, as my grandmother used to say. You're about to check out. The chaplain is praying. And just before you close your eyes, you say, wait a minute, there's one more thing I've got to do. That's your passion. So you need to look at those two or three things in both of those categories, see where they intersect. Now, some of you are, you have the benefit of knowing your strengths. If you don't know your strengths, I'm going to give you this too. Go to AuthenticHappiness.com. That is the VIA Strengths Assessment. That's from the University of Pennsylvania. Um, it's the College of um, Applied Positive Psychology. It's probably a 30-minute test. Take the survey. You will come out with your strengths. That's going to help you too. And knowing all of these things, it's going to point you to the thing that you probably need to pivot to <laughs> if you haven't already been doing it already. And I would say that during this time, you just need to take some time and assess and dig and research. And you might even survey. I've talked to some people about understanding what it is that you do and what problem that you solve. And until you get that wrapped around your head, some of this assessment won't mean a thing. So what problem do you solve and who do you solve it for? I hope that. Okay, and I just put the free COVID coaching link in, there we go, in the comments. So for those of you that are out there, I don't care who you are, if you need my support, reach out, click the link, grab some time. It's either Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, and I look forward to supporting you. I hope the show has been useful for you today. I hope that you found a way to look forward, to be positive, and to lead through change. And I pray for each and every one of your health and your strength.
podcast is a production of No Size Communication, LS. The Culture Soup Podcast is a registered trademark of No Silos Communications, LLC.